Hello, this is Pastor Jill Bergman from First Lutheran Church in Columbia Heights, Minnesota. I welcome you to our Advent series where we will dive into the Psalms, seeking ancient wisdom as we prepare to once again welcome Jesus into our world. Welcome to First Lutheran's Advent Podcast. I'm Michelle Edwards, a member of the congregation, and today I'll be sharing some thoughts on Psalm 103. Praise the Lord, O my soul, my inmost being, praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion, who satisfies your desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord works righteousness and justice for all the oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses, his deeds to the people of Israel. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love. He will not always accuse, nor will he harbor his anger forever. He does not treat us as our sins deserve or repay us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far he has removed our transgressions from us. As a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. For he knows how we are formed. He remembers that we are dust. The life of mortals is like grass. They flourish like a flower of the field. The wind blows over it, and it is gone, and its place remembers it no more. But from everlasting to everlasting, the Lord's love is with those who fear him, and his righteousness with their children's children with those who keep his covenant and remember to do his precepts. The Lord has established his throne in heaven, and his kingdom rules over all. Praise the Lord, you his angels, you mighty ones who do his bidding, who obey his word. Praise the Lord, all his heavenly hosts, you his servants who do his will. Praise the Lord, all his works, everywhere in his dominion. Praise the Lord, my soul. This, obviously, is a psalm of praise. It feels like the writer was just bursting at the seams with these huge feelings about all that God has done, and he simply couldn't contain it. To me, Christmas carols have that same feeling. So many of them are about such big feelings of joy and amazement at what God is doing for us, sending his own son into the world to become one of us. Singing or listening to Christmas carols can make me smile, even if I wasn't in such a good mood before. It's the words, sure, but also the music, so uplifting, so majestic and powerful and joyous. They pull me right in and give me a lift. Did you know that joy is contagious? Think about it, about the people you encounter during your day. If you run across someone who is smiling, who has a bright or encouraging thing to say, don't you feel just a little bit better as you walk away? Maybe a lot better. And the opposite is true as well. A dour, negative attitude is also contagious. There's an old children's book called Pollyanna about a girl whose father taught her to always look for something to be glad about in all circumstances. It became a kind of game or a challenge to find something joyful, even when the circumstances were anything but. In the story, her father dies and she goes to live with an aunt. Gradually, she gets most of the people in town to play the glad game with her. 
Later, when she's an adult, she and the aunt have fallen on hard times. The aunt is widowed, she's in poor health, and they've lost most of their money. And one day she snaps at Pollyanna about being perpetually glad. She wants never to hear the word again. Pollyanna responds with what we might call today malicious compliance. She spends a whole day greeting every circumstance with doom and gloom. Isn't the weather terrible? Isn't breakfast boring and awful? She counts up every ache and pain, everything that goes wrong or might go wrong all day long. At the end of the day, the aunt cries defeat. What a miserable day they have both had. Our perspective, how we choose to look at the circumstances of our lives, has so much impact on our mood and outlook. We can choose joy. I think one of the blessings of the Christmas season is that it helps us to reset, to remember how blessed we are, how much God has already done for us, and how much He has promised to do for us. Then say the words out loud, or write them down. Make it real. Repeat it to yourself, or tell others. Look for things to be joyful about. Notice them, and talk about them. Yes, it is true that sorrow and trouble are all around us, but so is joy. We don't have to ignore the dark or hard parts of life, but we can choose to see the joy as well. We can practice seeing the joy and expressing it, praising God for it. Just remember, it's contagious. Father God, we thank you for the joy, for the joy of knowing you, for the joy in celebrating Christ's birth. Amen.